So we have a quorum. We're in session. We'll go through the usual uh, procedure, which is to take a moment to develop a consent calendar, which would allow us to adapt those items for which there'd be no debate. I can tell you that we have uh, registrations to speak on item 21. In addition to that, obviously, 28 and 29 will be separated. What other items do we want separation on? Alderman Eskridge? 17, please, and 22, very briefly. 17 and 22. Yep. 17's going to have to be placed, moved to the next meeting. Yeah, that's why. I okay. Thank you. Yeah. Then we're good. <laughs> 17 didn't have any information, so I said we should pull it. Oh, uh, Alderman Rivera. Thank you, Mayor. I presume that Mr. Schmidicki, are you still planning a presentation on 27, or are we referring that due to the length of the agenda already? Uh, we probably want to take it, you know, set it aside for now, but then um, you can decide as the meeting goes ahead if you want okay. to refer it to Okay, so we'll pull 27 meeting. as well. On the rest of the agenda, Alderman Rommel? Um, number 16. And presumably the 28 and 29, because we're going to go to closed session. Yeah, 28 and 29 we've got. Alderman McKinney? Um, let's see, 15, 18, 19, uh, 21. 21 we got already, okay. Oh, we've got already 21. And let's see. 21, did you say? And 25, just questions. I have questions. Mm -hmm. Pardon? 25. Okay. Any other items? Alderman Cheeks? 22 and 23, please. 22 and 23. Thank you. Huh? Any others? Was 19 added on there? Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. Okay, good. All right, so we'll take a motion in a moment. If there's no other items, and we will separate out uh, 15 through 19, 21 through 23, 25, 27, 28, and 29, which means that once the motion is adopted, items 1 through 14, item 20, 24 and 26 will uh, be acted upon as recommended. So, anything else? Alderman Revere? Would you like a suspension motion? Please. I move to suspend the rules to allow for a consent motion. Is there a second? Second. All those in favor, aye. 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 Opposed, no. Motion carries. Alderman Revere? Thank you. With uh, congratulations on Mr. Schmidicki on his reconfirmation, I move that we adopt agenda items 1 through 14, number 20, 24, and 26. Is there a second? Second. There is. Discussion? Seeing none, on the motion to adopt those items. All those in favor, aye. Aye. Opposed, no. Motion carries. We will now proceed to item 15.
authorizing the mayor and clerk and chief of police to apply and accept the fiscal year, fiscal year 2016 justice grant for 96,000 utilize those funds for several law enforcement initiatives. Is there a motion on the item? Move adoption. Is there a second? Second. Motion and a second. Discussion. Alderman McKinney. I had a question. Uh, it says um, to support several law enforcement initiatives, and I just wanted to know what those were. Uh, okay, I must have missed it. So um, you should have received an email. It went to all alders with an MOU with the county. Um, so it's an MOU between the city of Madison and Dane County to accept the JAG grant that listed specifically what the initiatives were. So the funding for Dane County is for a, the drug court program, for some equipment for the sheriff's office, and for their victim witness program. And the funding for the city um, was for the equipment for the interview rooms at the district stations, um, for the to replace the SWAT body worn cameras, and for a night vision scope. So I apologize that I did not see that in the addendum. Thank you very much. Um, so one question says to um, replace ten SWAT body worn. Cameras. You just do you routinely just rotate them out? Is that what you do? No, um, we purchased uh, about four years ago uh, body worn cameras for the SWAT team through um, the supply account uh, for SWAT, uh, and they were just over the counter, more of the just normal what you and I could grab it, mm -hmm. uh, from mm -hmm. a store just to try them out. Well, they've been proven very successful, and the SWAT team wanted some that would uh, have automatic ability to download into uh, the police uh, uh, video retention system and be more uh, police rugged. And if uh, I have Captain Wall, who's the commander of SWAT here, who can go into more details. So, but uh, they want very much to continue that, and they, they're just not holding up the old ones. And so they wanted some that would actually tie in very nice with our in-car video system. Is there a plan to inc increase that number or expand nope. that number? So 10 is the yep, capacity that you're looking for. It is just for the SWAT team. Okay. Thank you. For the discussion? Seeing none on the question, which is adoption, all those in favor, aye. 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 Opposed, no. Motion carries. Item 16, authorizing the police department to apply for a COPS grant of 875 for the purpose of hiring seven officers to expand community policing, mental health, neighborhood gang outreach, educational efforts, and the Midtown Station. Uh, is there a motion, please? Move adoption. Is there a second? There is. Discussion. <laughs> Alderman Rommel. I pulled this off the agenda because it seemed timely. We were talking about um, budgets coming up, and I just wondered if, if you had any updates for us about this grant or kind of midtown. Well, clearly the, uh, the grant is uh, to help us um, deal with some of the issues that were brought up uh, from the council. Clearly the council supports midtown, um, but there was a, a lot of discussion about the concerns about the operating costs for midtown. And this COPS grant came up, and uh, we were able to find a way. One of the ways, uh, avenues for applying for the COPS grant was to find the expansion of already successful community policing initiatives. And in looking at the positions that we need for Midtown, we believe that we could successfully apply for the grant, the uh, 
it's expanding the community policing team, the mental health officer, the neighborhood resource officer, and the gang officer, and that's the seven positions in the COPS grant. And, and then to follow up, Assistant Chief, so there would still be other staff that would eventually need to be hired that weren't so specialized for this? Correct. This is just uh, the positions that would they'd be entry-level positions, uh, the se those seven positions covered in the COPS grant. Okay. Thank you. Further discussion? Alderman Cheeks? Uh, I didn't realize I wasn't already a sponsor of this. I'd just like to be added. Further discussion? Alderman McKinney? Um, I think my question was really answered that these are actually seven boots on the ground, seven officers that will be um, in those positions. Okay, I think that my question was asked and answered. Thank you. Further discussion? Alderman Vivere. Thank you, Mayor. If you could just review the timing uh, for us, Terry and Chief Williams. So when is the grant application due? Do you have that, Terry? The application is due at the end of the current, this month. I think it's about the 23rd, 24th, somewhere in there of June. How soon will we know from the COPS office? Generally? They usually make the notification between the end of August and the beginning of October. So last year we received notice the third week of September. And coincidentally, doesn't the class, the academy start in September generally? September 12th. What have we done in the past if we don't know for certain by the when you when you need to extend offers to candidates? So the last two COPS grants we delayed a year. Um, the one before that we were able we got the notice in time to start them in the academy. So the question it just depends on how many is on the eligibility list and how many are funded. Whether we could start them in the fall academy or would have to wait it. Do you anticipate an, a similar round of applications for the COPS office this calendar year? Yes. If we miss this one, do you know when the next one would oh, be? It probably, usually it's, they have an application, of, uh, solicitation every May. Oh, That's so it's, been the, it's only once per year? It's once only per year. year. I thought it was it, more frequent than that. For the past, well, for the past five or six years, it's been annual in um, the spring. And for the past three, it's been in May. Okay. And this resolution does not bind us to accepting the grant, correct? So if we if we run into fiscal issues, which we know we will, I'm trying to not use the word issues and not, not overplay pessimistic future for our budget, but this resolution and the application, moreover, we make to Washington doesn't bind us to hiring accepting the grant, let me put it that way. Is that correct? I believe that's correct. I haven't, the language in the resolution says that we would apply for and accept, but at the time an award is offered by the COPS grant office, we would have to sign for it. And at times we have been able to negotiate the timing. And um, like, for example, we used to get like 15 or 20. We would apply for 15 or 20 officers at a time. And then when we'd get the award, we would stagger them in over three years. So I assume we haven't done that recently, but that's how it used to be. So I assume that they would still allow us options on staggering the hire. So they're rather flexible with when they notify us that we've been awarded the grant. They're flexible. They have been in the past. All right. Thank you both. Thank you. Further discussions? Alderman Aarons? Does the, the chief has talked uh, uh, quite a bit about 
bring 10 new officers in next year and 10 and 10. Does this address seven of the 10? Yes. Further discussion? Alderman Cheeks. Uh, uh, President Revere made uh, a series of questions that caused a new line of thinking for me. So in this COPS grant, uh, this covers, uh, am I correct in understanding that it's 60%? Is that right? Over the life of the three years, it would cover about 51% okay. of the operating costs. Um, uh, in, in fact, I think I'm, I'm going to save my questions for actually discussion, which is what is more appropriate. Thank you. Alderman McKinney? I'd like to be added to uh, the sponsor, please. Okay. Further discussion? Questions? No more questions? Discussion. Alderman Cheeks? Um, so this might be a question for you, Mr. Mayor. One of the things that Alder Revere points out is that um, you know, in uh, accepting this COPS grant, should we do that, uh, it will put us in a position of making a, a commitment to fund the rest of it. Um, uh, I wonder, since you're the lead sponsor on this, I wonder how that squares with your uh, – or how, you know, how, you're, how you're thinking about this in terms of your operating – message that you've conveyed to MPD and, and the rest of the departments? Uh, I'm no longer enthusiastic about the grant application. Um, let me explain, and I've communicated this to the chief, and I've also communicated to the fire chief my concerns in regards to any similar fire department grants. First of all, our objective for next year is no layoffs. I don't know that that can be achieved. The difference between the 17 budget and the previous five budgets is that if we've gone into our dilemma each year with major gaps, there's always been multiple variables that could affect the outcome in a positive way. As we approach the 2017 budget this summer and early fall, there are fewer variables that could be positive and the situation for 18-19 is even more dire. When you accept these grants, particularly police and fire staffing, what you're basically doing is you're making a commitment that you will hire and you will not reduce your service size. And my concern is, is that we get to 2018 and 19, we may be in a situation where we have to uh, implement layoffs. If these grants have been accepted, that means that the remainder of the city workforce will have to endure and absorb all of those layoffs. And that's, that's my concern. I, I, if I can continue. Um, <clears throat> I appreciate that concern, and I appreciate you articulating the, uh, the, the bind. I, I typically find myself as that sort of canary in the coal mine on this committee and, and raising a, uh, the, the clarity that every time that the Department of Justice dangles money in front of us, uh, they do so at the um, – uh, every time we accept that money, we make a commitment to continue to grow um, our force. Uh, and I think I, I – say that most every time since I've been on Board of Estimates, and I think I've voted for accepting these most every time. Um, uh, in, 
in recognition of, of your concern, um, just to be more clear, would you urge that we not accept this cop screen or not pursue it? I would, I would urge that we not pursue it if the pursuance and the ordinance of the grant is a contract to accept the positions. We'll be in a better position in two months, three months, to know what our long-term situation is. Keep in mind that about half of the city operating budget uh, is for police and fire. And so just do the math, what you're going to be faced with if we continue to accept these grants and it becomes mandatory uh, that we commit to no layoffs, that 100% of the layoffs will have to take place in all of the other service areas of the city. Um, I don't know, Dave, did you... Or do you have access to the relative growth of staff over the last five years that we were working on? Are we connected? Up? Do you want to see Sorry. the card? Is that what you want? Yeah, why don't you bring that up? It's in 2017. It's the other side. While, can I? Yes, I'll go Thank you, Mayor. Can I ask you a question? Your Honor, while we are working on the technological issue here, did you, in your response to Alderperson Cheeks, are you suggesting that perhaps you would be comfortable with applying for the grant at this time, knowing that the deadline is fast approaching, but we should, you would prefer that we amend the resolution so that the phrase, for example, in the first therefore be resolved clause would be deleted that says that the mayor and chief of police will accept said grant and perhaps then also amend language? In, in the it could either be done here or at the council meeting when, when the item comes up, when we get a definitive answer on the question of obligation of acceptance. So you're not objecting to application, just acceptance at this as Correct. Thank Correct. you. This is the, uh, the uh, growth in um, authorized positions throughout the city since 1999. Um, the bars, just so the overall numbers um, over that period of time. In the table, uh, if you can see that, while the overall growth has been at roughly the pace of growth in the city's population, about 17%, uh, that growth has been in certain parts of the um, uh, of the city uh, government with uh, police and fire going up roughly 30% compared to that 17%. Engineering, uh, that's a bit of an anomaly because of um, new things that engineering took on that were transferred from other parts of the city. Facilities management is a good example of that. Transit's actually grown at a slower pace than that 17%. Parks and uh, library a little bit more than 17 And then planning's grown um, uh, quite a bit faster. Again, some of that's just the, the size of the planning entity and some of that's connected to um, federal dollars received and things like that. But that just gives you a sense of overall growth at roughly the rate of growth in the city population, but a little bit faster growth um, than that 17% uh, 
um, in, let's, in police and fire and a few other areas as well. Former Vivere. I was just going, was curious if I could ask um, Dave a question. And I don't know if you know this now, otherwise you could just let me know at a later time. But is part of the planning's large percentage increase the transfer of the senior center, perhaps prior to Activities. since 1999 to planning? Yep. <coughs> because, uh, believe it or not, you probably know this, but the Comptroller's Office formerly housed the senior center in the 90s. We didn't adjust for all of that. Some of we did adjust. Yep. Thank you. Alderman Chief. <laughs> Dave, can I ask, in a future version of this PowerPoint, you can have a third column that um, uh, that keys this to some relative dollar amount, right? Um, so to be able to have some recognition of the relative impact of a 30% increase for police versus a 60% increase of planning. I don't have a suggestion of the best way to do that, but I imagine you can. In terms of dollars? Yeah, what what the implication of that is, right? So for a 29% increase in police. What the cost of that what is. What the cost of that is on an annual basis. Dollar or something like that. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, we could work up something like that. Dave, there's over a half a dozen city agencies that are not on that list in the box, and can we infer from that then that they grew significantly less than the 17%? At or below, yes. Okay. Alderman McKinney. Thank you, Mr. Mayor. I just want to make it sure that I'm clear on uh, what we're considering. We are considering the application to the grant. Uh, further discussion will be the staffing of the eventual Midtown station. So there, we're, there, there are two different entities before us. Is that correct? Well, the, the grant is, as it says here, uh, is in part to staff the Midtown District Station in 2018. So what, we're, what we are determining is, is that whether the police department will make application for the, uh, the grant, the determination of acceptance uh, is in the amendment that I heard Alder Revere say. Alderman Vera did not make an amendment. All right, so let me let me back up. What is before us is the application for the grant. Is that what we are considering? Apply and accept. There's apply two and accept. Okay. Um, and so the amendment has not come forth yet. I just needed to clarify what we are considering because ultimately it will come back before this body when we look at um, staffing for the Midtown uh, District. So I'll withhold my, uh, my discussion until further action of this council, of this body. Further discussion on item 16. Paul Revere. I'd like to move a uh, amendment. Uh, so the amendment would be as follows, to delete the phrase and accept in the title of the resolution. And, yeah, I'm sorry, there's two other pieces here, please. And in the first, now therefore be resolved clause, delete the phrase and the mayor and chief of police to accept. And lastly, in the be it finally resolved clause, Add the word and accepted after if awarded award. Add 
the phrase and accepted. Okay, so what basically the three por portions of the amendment does, <coughs> excuse me, is delete the acceptance portion. Is there a second to the amendment? Second. There is. Discussion. Um, let me just say uh, our office will do everything we can working with the department that by the time this comes to the city council for final adoption, we have an answer as to what the requirement is in regards to acceptance as part of the application. So, okay, further discussion? No, I'm saying none. On the amendment, Alderman Rommel. If we won't know, if we'll know more by the council meeting, it seems to me we could wait on this amendment until that time. It just occurred. I mean, there's other elders that are sponsoring it, thinking it's going forward, and, you know, just kind of wanted to put that on the table. Thanks. Further discussion? Seeing none on the amendment, all those in favor, aye. 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 Opposed, no. No. Motion carries. We now have the main motion before us as amended. Discussion? Seeing none, all those in favor, aye. 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 Opposed, no. Motion carries. Items. Item 17, Alderman Eskridge. Oh, yes. Um, well, we would refer this. I move we refer this to the next Board of Estimates, I think. Second. Second. Let me just explain. I just wanted to get a discussion before us, and it can wait a month, but I do want to get a discussion before us. Uh, so I've got some guidance on this issue as we prepare the 2017 budget. There's two parts to the challenge here. One is staffing. Basically, the staffing for the sister cities committee and what we do is done out of our office, and we've, we've done it as best we can, but it's becoming an enormous amount of work. And at times of the year, depending on the activities, it becomes very intense. And so we need some help in that regard. The second part of it is uh, compared to some of our sister cities in terms of what they do when they host us as opposed to when we host them, um, they're at a significantly, shall we say, higher <coughs> level than we are. And so the question is, uh, what kind of commitment do we want to make to the program and, and, and how do we want to reciprocate? But I completely support the, the referral, but I just this gives us an opportunity to know what the issues are. Further discussion? Seeing none, all those in favor, aye. 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 Opposed, no. Motion carries. Uh, I've just been informed that we have a registration here on an item that has already been acted upon and adopted, and that is item 24. Um, we have a registration opposing and wishing to speak uh, on this item, so I don't know what uh, the will of the council is uh, of the board estimates, but uh, I just wanted to bring that to your attention. Uh, we have quite a few items to get to here. Um, I think what we ought to do is at least proceed through items, items 18 through 23, and then if you wish to reconsider, we can take it up at at that time. Um, item 18, authorizing the mayor and clerk to sign a $4,670 contract with the Community Action Coalition. Is there a motion? Move adoption. Is there a second? second? There is. Discussion, please. Discussion on 18. 
sir, question? Yeah, I, I, I withdraw the discussion. Okay. Seeing no discussion on the question of adoption, all those in favor, aye. Aye. Opposed, no. Motion carries. Item 19, authorizing the mayor and clerk to execute an agreement with Dorschner Associates on design and schematics, etc., for development at property and rehabbing it at 1233 McKenna Boulevard. Is there a motion, please? Move adoption. Is there a second? Second. Motion and a second. Thank you. Discussion on the question? Alderman McKinney. My question is uh, absolutely, I'm supporting this, but um, it says in the design that um, um, expansion, build out. Uh, so my question is that, that in the um, RFP, is the operator which has been approved as the uh, Urban League, um, involved in the build-out, construction, and all of that, those kinds of details, as they are the operator? That would be my question. The answer is yes. The operator will be involved in conversations that um, will be had with neighborhood residents about um, the nature of that programming, uh, what the space needs are, and then the configuration of the building to accommodate those needs. They will be part of that discussion, yes. Okay, good. Thank you. My second question is, is that it's very specific in terms of um, uh, rehabbing the building. Was there an opportunity to look at um, expanding that? Because we had that discussion earlier on um, in our meetings, uh, whether you could build out to the parking lot or those kinds of expansions. Is the architect going to look at that? Is there funding for them to be able to look at that, I guess, is the question that I have. So that's a conversation that we have been having with um, the engineering division and, and um, the contract when it's developed with the consultant, I think will um, include an opportunity for them to at least assess the, the cost of, of doing something other than simply rehabbing the building. Uh, we're doing that, though, um, with the understanding that there's a million-dollar um, designation in the capital budget mm -hmm. um, so that that sum would need to accommodate whatever project um, would move forward but that is being that is an option to to look at the opportunity to do that that'll be included in the contract yes okay thank you further discussion seeing none on the question which is adoption all those in favor aye aye opposed no motion carries uh, that takes us to item 21 alderman revere Move adoption. Is there okay. a motion? There's a motion. There's a second on the question. We've got a number of registrations on this item, uh, three of whom wish to speak. The first one registered wishing to speak is Heather Wentler, uh, supporting wishing to speak. Heather will be followed by uh, Lupe Montez, who will be followed by George Franco. And while Heather's coming up here, um, we have registration supporting and available to answer questions from Liz Eversall, Jillian Jetsack, Jetsack, thank you, Arlene Bullock, Myra Medrano, and Paul Jayden. Good evening, and thank you for giving me this opportunity to present. My name is Heather Wentler, and I am one of the co-founders and the executive director of Doyen Group. 
when Amy Gannon and I uh, founded Doyen, it was because we were seeing a gap within the Madison entrepreneurial ecosystem, especially in the area of support for women entrepreneurs within the tech industry. Doyen Group is the best choice to be the manager of the Entrepreneur and Small Business Development Resource Fund because of three key advantages. The first advantage is the fact that we are headquartered in Madison and we have an established network of collaborators. All 46 letters of support that we have submitted on behalf of Doyen Group for this RFP have come from organizations, businesses, and entrepreneurs who are part of the Madison tech and entrepreneurial community. Along with those established collaborators and support network, we are continually looking for opportunities to collaborate with other organizations and programs within the community. Some of the new collaborations that we have built since the original proposal was submitted include Upstart, Women in Tech, YWCA's YWeb Academy, the United Way, the Latino Chamber of Commerce, a fund for women, and the Wisconsin Women Entrepreneurs. The second advantage Doyen Group has is our understanding of the needs of women-owned technology-based businesses and the overall entrepreneurial ecosystem here in Madison. We have over 100 members within the organization, with the vast majority of them being based within Greater Madison. These members are comprised of entrepreneurs and business professionals who are looking to support the entrepreneurs as they launch and grow their businesses. We have established programming and funding initiatives to meet the needs of diverse entrepreneurs. Over 1,200 people have participated in our programming to date, and we have also met with hundreds of entrepreneurs and local business professionals beyond our members to mentor and also to understand the challenges and benefits of starting and running a business here in Madison. The third advantage of Doyen Group is how we will use this fund. By being able to provide grants, loans, and equity investments, we are able to make sure the money is being put into the hands of business owners who can benefit greatest and create the greatest impact within our community. Our letters of support show that the community believes in Doyen and that we know how to use the money within this fund. Our partnership with Wibic has also, or also is a great strength. Wibic and Doyen have partnered in this proposal because we both understand that our organizations have the established networks to find the businesses eligible for this fund, and we both have the reputation of expertise and follow-through necessary to create impact. Doyen Group believes that Madison is a great place for all entrepreneurs. With the dollars from the Entrepreneur and Small Business Development Resource Fund, we can continue to do the work within our community to make sure we achieve our mission of making Madison a nationally recognized top region for entrepreneurs to start and grow their businesses. Thank you. Thank you. Um, Hello, and thank you for allowing me to uh, speak on, in, in favor of the Doyen Group. Um, during the day, I am a small business consultant for U.S. Bank, um, helping entrepreneurs uh, either start up or taking them to the next level, connecting them to resources such as WIBIC, SCORE, the Latino Chamber. Um, I have... Uh, worked with Heather for a little over a year. I love what they stand for. I feel that um, the funds are from local taxpayers, going to local recipients, run by local ex expertise that the Doyen Group has demonstrated that they are quite capable of doing. So, thank you for your time. Thank you. The next registrant is uh, George Franco neither supporting nor opposing wishing to speak. And while you're coming up, let me mention that uh, 
Chandra uh, Miller Bangan, uh, supporting, uh, also available to answer questions. Great, thank you very much, uh, Mr. Mayor, uh, uh, ladies and gentlemen of the of the City Council. Uh, we are deeply grateful for the opportunity to just make a few quick and very brief comments here today. I am Jorge Franco. I serve as the CEO of the Statewide Hispanic Chamber of Commerce. We represent the interests of more than 10,000 Hispanic-owned businesses throughout the state and now nearly 600,000 Hispanics in the workforce, uh, I'm sorry, who make up a great part of the state's workforce and who we uh, support in a number of different ways and programs. Um, we are here as part of the process involved with this particular RFP, and we are here to also uh, uh, gracefully withdraw our application in the process. We know that there's been a, an extensive process underway in order to select uh, uh, um, a, um, a manager for the fund, and we wish Doyen Group the very best in their efforts to uh, to pursue their endeavors as it relates to this particular RFP. We look forward to perhaps working together in other ways to help bring uh, other private sector funding into a public-private type partnership that we believe could bring great benefit to the city of Madison economy uh, and to the small businesses, not only in those that, that exist here, but also in attracting other businesses into the city by virtue of uh, these type of resources that the HCCW is expert in attracting and bringing to the table. And with that, uh, I'm sorry, I forgive me, I failed to introduce with me is Flora uh, Chantos, who is our associate director here in Madison. Our office is located uh, just a stone's throw from here in the city of Madison. So without uh, further delay, uh, again, thank you for the opportunity to be part of the process. We look forward to, again, other ways to perhaps working together and greatly appreciate the time and assistance that many here at the table have provided in terms of guidance and input as we navigate through our activities and growing our work here in the city of Madison. Thank you very much. Thank you. Are there any questions of any of the registrants? Seeing none, thank you very much. Thank you. Uh, the motion before us is adoption of the substitute. Discussion on the question. Seeing none, we'll come to a vote. All those in favor, aye. Aye. Opposed, no. Motion carries. That takes us to item 22, authorizing a request for proposals to engage an administrator for the Market Ready Program. Alderman Prevere. Move adoption. Is there a second? Second. There is. Discussion? Uh, Alderman Eskridge. Thank you. I just had a question. The anticipated cost, so maybe it's a finance question, the anticipated cost of the RFP doesn't have a number, so I just wanted clarification on that. Dan question. How much, Dan? Emperor Dan, what do we, what do we call you now? <laughs> Pardon me? Director. Emperor, what do we call you now? We're congratulating you on your well-deserved. Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Emperor works. Dan, Dan, Dan is fine. My empire is not complete yet. <laughs> A couple more years. We're working on it with these lots of RFPs. Stuff out of time. Lock the door so you can't escape. Uh, Did you hear my question? Yeah, so, so the, yeah. the budget for this is 200000 Okay. Are there any further questions? Alderperson Cheeks, question? So should we amend this to reflect that? Because right now it doesn't have a dollar amount. Um, that's just a, just a simple, simple change to the fiscal note, which I've already made. 
Okay. Are there further questions of Dan? Seeing none, thank you and congratulations again, Dan. Thanks. Any discussion on the motion to adopt the resolution? Seeing none, those in favor of the motion will say aye. Aye. Opposed, no. Motion carries. The next item on the agenda is uh, item 23, a resolution to execute contracts with Hope Community Capital LLC and Amanda White LLC to provide financial and fundraising services for the Madison public market. Is there a motion? Oh, um, move adoption of the resolution. Moved and Second. seconded to adopt. Discussion or questions of the emperor? <laughs> Any questions of Dan? No questions. Dan, okay, so discussion, older person I chiefs. I have a question for, for Dave. Um, Dave, I wonder if you could just give us a little perspective on the total amount that we have um, set aside, uh, spent already, or prepared to invest in for the public market right now. Uh, in terms of the, the capital the budget project? Capital and operating for planning for the public market right now. I'm just trying to understand if you mean the, the whole construction. Uh, for the for the planning process. The planning. So this is um, this motion would uh, set aside. Ninety-five. Yeah. Sorry, I need to pull it back up. Ninety something thousand dollars mm -hmm. for operating for public. Hundred and forty-five. Yeah. Um, I'm just trying to understand the totality of what we're. So we had UDAG monies um, available. That's what we've been drawing down to. Um, I can't remember exactly. I think it was about two and a half million um, of UDAG money that was set aside, I believe, in the 2013 or 2014 capital budget. Um, if I remember correctly, there is probably about um, a million and a half or so of that uh, remaining. And I can confirm those numbers from that UDAG from that UDAG uh, money that was um, sort of back up. These were dollars that were returned to the city um, that had been loaned from an urban development grant back in the 1980s. They were paid back. Some of the money was used for um, um, certain projects, including um, set aside for the, for the public market. Let me, let me go back. Mm -hmm. uh, UDAG urban Urban Development Action Grant, and it was a federal program uh, which aligned itself with some of the housing program and some of the block grant programs. But UDAG uh, didn't focus as much on housing and community development as it focused on economic development. And the way the program was set up is census tracts were identified uh, that had uh, high levels of, of un not unemployment, but high levels of households below the poverty line. And we had a successful project here in Madison. It's a bit of an irony as to how it evolved because it was downtown, and the reason that the census track worked was because of so many university students. But in any case, the project went forward successfully, and pursuant to the agreement, um, the uh, developers, after 
20 years or so, maybe a little bit more than that, had to repay a significant one-time sum back to the city. When that happened, we made the decision that those dollars, uh, which were one-time revenues, should be used for economic development, continue uh, the purpose of the, of the funds. Coincidentally, um, George Austin, who's here on another matter, was director of the plan department at the time. Probably can go into more detail about it than, than I can. And so we've had that money set aside, and we've been using it for economic development. Further questions, discussion, Alderman Rommel. I just want to disclose that I was a reference for Amanda White. I know her personally, and I didn't you know, know that she'd be the finalist, but I don't think it affects my um, reason not to vote for the, the whole package. Thank you. Further discussion? Seeing none, all those in favor, aye. Aye. Opposed, no. Motion carries. On 24, uh, this... The registrant left. Yeah, she so, left. So we'll, we'll, leave, we'll leave that as being adopted. Okay, that takes us to 25. Authorize the mayor clerk to execute a development agreement of 2.85 million tax incremental loan to assist in development of housing first development at the former Madison Dairy property here in the city. Is there a uh, motion, please? Move adoption. Is there a second? There is. Uh, discussion. Um, more of an observation. Uh, this weekend, well, Wednesday through Friday, I attended um, uh, a very robust summit on um, housing as a platform. And so when I saw this, it said the development of a housing and commercial redevelopment. And my question is to, to be ensured when you say housing that that is inclusive of uh, uh, moderate, uh, low income, and, right. and, and what that determination means. I want to make sure it's in there. Sure. Uh, this is actually just the market rate side. So this TIF loan is actually divided into two. There's a market rate and commercial portion to the development, and then there's the affordable housing portion. Um, this amendment is to take into account a new corporate structure that the developer is using on the market rate side. Um, so they do these things for tax purposes. The affordable housing side, which is 550000 or so, is untouched, and that project is going forward, too. Thank you. Further discussion? Seeing none on the question, which is adoption. All those in favor, aye. 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 Opposed, no. Motion carries. Well, it's too late now. I'm trying to do it. <laughs> Can I just go back and answer the um, UDA question? Yeah. Would that be right? Just to um, clarify and get the numbers correct, what was originally allocated to the public market from the UDAG monies was $1.2 million. Um, prior to this or these two items, there's $850,000 left, and those two items would spend 475000 of that $850,000. But as a matter of privilege, I'll just explain what we're doing here. Um, I went to the, uh, what do you call it when you tear something down, the groundbreaking, when we took down the Madison Dairy 
property that this refers to in item 25. And when I left the site, um, you'll remember, for those of you who've seen it, the doors on the East Washington side of the building have mirrors. And there's a turkey on the East Washington side dancing around, looking into the mirror door at the reflection of the other turkey. And I just thought that this was quintessential Madison with a turkey running around on East Washington Avenue. They're everywhere. So I wanted to share the picture with you. But <laughs> I wanted, the only way I could get it up on the screen was to email it to Dave, and Dave had too much trouble do you want to do it? Name. <laughs> Too much trouble using BlackBerry technology. <laughs> okay, moving right along. But those of you who want the picture, um, um, I, I can email it to us. Yes, item you 27, it? Alderman Verveer. Did you send it, man? No, I didn't send it. Well, I spent it. I, I spent the time to type in my email. Alderman Verveer. So, item 27 is the uh, first citywide munis uh, first quarter projection report. As we mentioned at the top of the meeting, there might be an interest in referring this, given the length of discussion we might have with other items. So, I'm not certain, Mayor. Once we figure out the technology well, what do you, what do you for the want, turkey, do? do we have a motion on? So, no, I did not make a motion. I was asking aloud if we want to take this up now, later, or at another meeting. Dave, what do you want? To, what do you recommend? Uh, in the interest of time, we can certainly hold this over to um, the next board of estimates meeting. I believe the mayor is not here. That's no big deal. So um, you saw this at division department heads, right? This is a, in part what you presented at division department heads. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and as well as the first quarter right. review. Okay. Okay. Why don't we refer? Because several of us have neighborhood meetings mm -hmm. tonight. Yeah. So I'm, I'm formally move referral to. Second. All those in favor, aye. Good debate. Seeing none, all those in favor, aye. Aye. Opposed, no. Motion carries. Thank you. That takes us to 28 and 29. Um, on t either, on 28 would be all of a closed session. Is there any portions of 29 that should be an open session? So it should probably all be in closed. Cause okay, so let's take the, let's let's go to closed session then to take up 28 and 29. Alderman Revere. Okay. Are there registrations? Oh, are there? Is there here it is. There's one for 29. Yes, there is. So well, let's take do that the, first. Uh, from the um, all right. So how do we? Take Why don't I move? I'll let's <laughs> let's suspend the rules to take up 29 first. So moved. Is there second. a second? There is. Okay. All those in favor, aye. Aye. Opposed, no. Motion carries. Can we have a motion on 29? I will move to accept the report of the negotiating team. Is there a second? Second. There is. Now the items before us. We have a registration from town link, neither supporting or opposing, but wishing to speak. Tom. Tom, it's your turn. My concern um, is that you build as much parking underground in this project as you possibly can. Um, that's, that's all I know at this point. I say the developer has expressed concern about the impact of this development on the Bellevue Apartments, and I appreciate that. Thank you. Thank you. 
Appreciate it. Any questions at town? If not, thank you very much again. Um, at this point, we have motion in 29, but we can at this point take the motion to go in closed session on 28 and 29. I move that when the Board of Estimates considers agenda item 28, uh, fire negotiation update with refers local 311. Uh, as well as agenda item 29, George Doe Square negotiation update and possible action on a developer agreement that the committee go into closed session pursuant to section 19.85 sub 1 sub E, Wisconsin statutes, which reads as follows, deliberating or negotiating the purchasing of public properties, the investing of public funds, or conducting other specified business whenever competitive or bargaining reasons require a closed session. Uh, Assuming the Board of Estimates will convene in closed session on those items, upon completion of the closed session, notice is hereby given that we may reconvene in open session to consider the following items without waiting 12 hours pursuant to Wisconsin Statute Section 19.85 sub 2. Sir, second. Second. On the question, all those in favor? Aye. Aye. Opposed, no. And the roll clerk will call the roll. Aye. Eskridge? Aye. McKinney? Aye. 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 Majority of aye votes. The motion carries. We'll go into closed session. What we'll do is we'll take up 28 first. I think that'll be quicker. Uh, everybody who's here for the closed session on 29, please excuse yourselves, and we'll have you back in here shortly. And that is that the Board of Estimates formally rejects the uh, development agreement proposal dated June 8th from Beitler Real Estate. June 8th from Beitler Real Estate Services LLC and directs the city negotiating team to continue to meet with Beitler for negotiations uh, to finalize an agreement. Is there a second? Discussion. Seeing none, all those in favor, aye. Aye. Opposed, no. Motion carries. Motion to adjourn. Adjourned. Thank you. Second. All those in favor? Aye. Opposed? Motion carries. Excellent. Thank you very much.